0: Welcome to Wedding Talk 411. Let's get into wedding etiquette, all the do's and don'ts of weddings. I'm Denise. I'm your host. Grab your coffee or your wine, and let's go, Queens. Welcome to Wedding Talk 411. I am here with my good friend today, Michael Doyle of Lynn Doyle Flowers. Michael, where's the Lynn part come in?
1: Oh, wow. The Lynn part. Lynn was my dad. Lynn was dad. So there's Lynn Doyle. Peggy Doyle is my mom. She's still with us. She's 89. And, and involved in the business. Oh my gosh, kicking. Thank goodness. She does all the insurance, the taxes, double checks me, lets me know when a check clears, lets me know when a check doesn't clear. That's a whole other story. Yes. But she's very, very active, sharp as a tack. Bless uh, her. And then there's Lane, my wife. So there's a lot of confusion with... Lynn um, and Lane. Lynn and Lane, yes. And then there's Caitlin, our daughter, and then there's Michael Collin, our son.
0: So and it's a family affair.
1: We are t- My grandchildren, I know this is going to sound crazy, our, our grandchildren are the fifth generation. Wow. Lane's family had Ramsey's flowers back in the day. That started in yes. 1929. And so her grandmother and her mother on down the line – my parents started lindwell flowers and events in 1962 so while i'm technically second generation colin and caitlin are fourth generation we're five generations deep uh, and still doing it
0: oh man still that is great there's something about being in a family business it can be real good or real bad but for the most part i think it's awesome because you've all got the same interest
1: we do. It's all a common goal. It's kind of like, gosh, one of those TV shows where the where the brothers and sisters all call each other all the time. It's that's that's the way it is in our life, because uh, like I said, Colin, our son is very involved in the business day to day, and it's like he's off today. It's like, well, where's Colin? Well, he's off. Well, he can't be off today. Well, you were off yesterday. I never take off. Well, you were off yesterday. So <laughs> it's just it's it's funny, but we talk all day long. Yeah. Whether we're in the building out of the building and it's funny because like you were two stories and as we have uh seasoned i won't say aged as we've some of us have seasoned we simply now just pick up our cell phones and call whoever's downstairs it's just yes. ultimately lazy, <laughs> but it works it works it works, it you works. Do what you do.
0: there are benefits to having the youth around you oh yes ma'am. now let me ask you this michael when a bride contacts you because you do so many wedding flowers Most of the time, do they already have a concept of what they want or do they, are they starting from scratch?
1: Honestly, most of the time they have a general idea, but they're, they're flexible. Yeah. They're pliable. And so
0: they at least have their colors and the style they they like.
1: Most of the time, Lane, my wife calls me a bridal profiler and, and the, Best way to go about talking to a bride is to let her talk. And it, it's like, whether they like pink or pale blue or whatever the current color is, but they're not really sure, you just let them talk. And they don't know what they do know. So they're going to tell you their likes and their dislikes. Yeah. And if you just listen and listen. take notes, yeah. and then they ask you, don't be a ding dong. Tell them what they just told you. Yeah, that's what they like. But you, it's not steering them. It's just you look at them and you. I hate to judge a book by the cover, but we had a perfect example two weeks ago. Uh, a young lady came to us, and she wanted to get married in this little chapel with just forty people. Wow! And then she wanted to go downtown and somewhere and have a big reception. Yeah. Well, her mother and and my wife went to school together, so we've literally literally known this child since before she was born. And I'm looking at her, and she's telling me this. And and I'm, Denise, I'm staring at her, and then I looked at her mother, and I looked back at the, at the bride, and I'm like, "What you have just described to me is like a Little House on the Prairie. It's just doesn't I, fit I'm her like, personality. This is. I'm like, sweetheart, I get it, but it's just not you. Yeah. I mean, I hate to be. What we're ten minutes into the conversation, I'm like, it's that. That is not you.
0: She probably saw that in a magazine or something. A friend got a married. A friend there. did
1: it. I said, first of all, your family has more than 40 people. Yeah. So who are we going to leave Just family about? alone. And what about his family? And I said, this, she goes, well, what would you do? I'm like, well, it's your wedding, but let me suggest something to you. I said, when I look at you, this is what I see. And I know your family, and you need you need to get married in a church. Yeah because your grandparents were benefactors and all, your family, y'all all go there and then we go right down the street have a reception and I said, this to me this is the girl I'm looking at and we probably were there an hour and a half or two hours, most of our appointments are an hour and a half to two hours initially that night her, her mother called me and she's like Michael, I, I don't know what you said I don't know what you said but you totally changed her mind she is so excited. She's He's over here. They're looking up this. They're looking up that. Her sisters wow. come to town. And it's just, we changed the whole dynamic yeah. from what she thought she knew she liked to yeah. who, who she really is.
0: Well, a lot of times I think they just need some direction on whether it's food, flowers. Uh, with their DJ, maybe they're thinking everybody's going to love this, and a DJ begins to talk to them and say, that may not that's, be the case.
1: That's why we're all about, you're all about Team Bride. But if they would just listen to the experts. I know you yeah. probably agree with me that, as far as we know, we're not in these people's gene pools, by and large. Yeah. So as a mother, you know, if you say it, it's like, oh, mom. But as a vendor, if you say it,
0: it carries it's like, more weight. yeah Mom,
1: she's the expert. The expert. You know,
0: We're paying her to be the
1: expert. Yeah, I have the same deal. You know, our kids are like, oh, really. But then somebody else says it, and they're like, "Oh, that was the most brilliant thing you've heard all day long."
0: Well, that's typical kid for you, kids, right there. But it
1: really comes into play with the stress of a wedding.
0: Yeah, and it can be so stressful. Let me ask you this: What makes your design and your styles unique? What's going to When a girl walks into your shop, what makes you unique, your style, your design?
1: Where applicable, go big or go home. Go pro or stay home. You're going to have a vision. We're going to help you create that vision if you don't. We're going to deliver that vision, but we like to make it a little larger than what you're expecting. Yeah. And I just had a mom, that's why I'm late today, a mom from last weekend came by and she was like i i had no idea and i think it's just old school golden rule treat others the way you'd like to be treated it's also kind of under promise over deliver
0: yeah i'd always rather give somebody more than i said i was going to than less right because uh less is only going to cause trouble
1: Less is going to cost more in the long run. And, yeah,
0: it will. And, you're right. In our, your name, your reputation. You're better off to always go above and beyond. over
1: deliver. My dad always, my dad always said we do weddings by doing weddings, and and by that, it's just like a great thing about Hartwood Hall and Cedar Hall is that the staff runs the wedding. This is a one-stop, for the most part, shop. They call the they call the DJ. They call us. And they call the cake. Otherwise, yeah. Walk in the door, we're done.
0: Yeah, and there's something to be said for that because people's schedule, especially today's bride, they're all either in heavy in a career, yes, or they're finishing up uh, degrees and different things, and they don't have the time uh, or the energy that it takes to put all that together. So when they come to a professional, they're looking for them to guide them exactly what needs to be done, make
1: their life easier. But we also like to check on our brides. We, you know, we'll, we'll come out here just to say hi to the bride. Yeah. Or, and we text them constantly. Yeah. You know, I text them to go to bed on Thursday night. I text them to wake up on Saturday morning, you know, and it's just like, you got, you're not there to physically touch them, but if you can just bump them and let them know somebody's got their back. Yeah. And.
0: Because most of them, it's the first time they've ever done this. And hopefully the last time.
1: We hope. Well, hey. (laughs) We hope. Keep them happy, they'll keep coming back. Well, there you (laughs) go.
0: There you go. Now, let me ask you, because we're in the middle of summer, or headed there, it's hot. What's a flower that holds up better right now in hot weather or outdoor weddings?
1: Great, great question. Because we have the lovely, the gardens, your gardens are amazing at both venues. And it makes it very, very simple for us working with a bride to suggest things it makes it very easy for us to come out and decorate we have we have it down to a science with y'all thank goodness we know what time we can come in we know what time they're leaving we can sell ourselves to our client just by selling our relationship with y'all yeah and it's the
0: fact that you're at the venue a lot uh, you're like, familiar with uh, how things hang at that particular yeah, oh, venue, yes, or yes. where they need to be placed, or all these. That's important. A bride I don't think realizes how that important that is. It's that just the, the vendors
1: idiosyncrasies of the, of the venue. Yeah, and and what we like to do something that they that is on Pinterest that is everywhere out there. Dusty Miller. It's a it's a beautiful little plant. It goes. It grows great in the garden.
0: Is it like a greenery?
1: Lambs ear. Yeah, herb. it has yeah. that soft feel. But you know to what it. happens when you take it out of the dirt or you take it out of water? It wilts. Yeah. So on Pinterest or on whatever, it looks great. Yeah. In real life, it doesn't look so great. So yeah. several years ago, we we should have invested in a eucalyptus farm in Australia. Uh, but we use a lot of silver dollar eucalyptus, and gives it's that, that same same blue gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it grows in New Zealand and Australia, so and it's you're hearty. not going to kill it, it in the garden at Hartwood Hall. Yeah, you know, and it'll hold up for weeks.
0: What a good idea! But okay. it gives us the same look. Yeah. See, there's little things I would never think about because I I don't know flowers that well. But you're right. If something doesn't hold up, well, get something similar Sim- that will
1: give them the look.
0: Yeah. You're right. I, I wouldn't have even thought of it. Now, let me ask you this. Who all does the bride need to buy flowers for? So oh, we question. know we know she needs her own, and we know she needs her bridesmaids. But take me well, let from me there.
1: Tweak, let me tweak that on just a second. Okay. Because traditionally, traditionally, yeah, as you were well aware of, there's not a lot of etiquette being followed these days. Rules are changing constantly, and we promote that. Like, you know, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Whatever what the we bride can do wants. to help float that boat, we're going to help you do that. But traditionally, the groom is responsible for the bride's bouquet. Yes. The mother's and grandmother's corsages. Okay, right. And the guy's boutonnieres. Yes. Now, technically, the bride buys the groom's boutonniere. But that's just too much of a bookkeeping hassle, so we make him buy his own. Yeah. And we also have been—I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been sending— two boutonnieres for the grooms because there's pre-ceremony photography and there's there's outdoors there's this and we we just want to have a backup boutonniere good idea so that he looks sharp in all the photography yeah. Because after
0: a couple hours out in that heat and he bumping
1: it. and He wilts. He wilts, Not yeah. Not the Yeah. but he, we need to yeah. sharpen him up a little <laughs> bit. That's another thing. We always recommend our grooms have three shirts with them.
0: Yes, I just did a, a video on that, that one of the things the groom needs to make sure he brings is an extra shirt because he is going to sweat.
1: Yeah. yeah, our guys, I, the tuxedo vendor that we recommend knows that if they come in and they say they're Lindor Flowers and Events, they get three shirts.
0: Now, what are the three? So they've got on the one. They have
1: one for like initial pre-game photography. Yeah. First looks. It's a beautiful day. It might be March. It might be November. It might be nine. It might be ninety. But they're still nervous, and they they might sweat that one up a little bit. So now we have a shirt and a new T-shirt, and please, guys, deodorant
0: yeah thank you that we can
1: go in <laughs> yeah. after that pre-photography is kind of wrapped up about an hour before everybody's going to chill and I, I need you to get in there get out of that shirt get out of that t-shirt do some new deodorant air out and then reload a get new a new crisp look some, yes ma'am. what an a good idea for the wedding what a good idea now shirt number three that we seldom but have been lately using is that backup shirt for when they get that red wine spilled or that ketchup spill or that somebody bumps them yeah we have a backup good idea something that is entirely nothing to do with flowers but just the way our minds work. well it's
0: details it's all about the details
1: what is he going to wear is he going to wear a black tux is he going to wear a blue suit is he going to wear a gray suit or tan now we got to think about if we're going to wear tan what time of year are we in the barn are we in the garden yeah all right because tan turns chocolate in awkward places yeah But something that we stress to all our guys other than just having three T-shirts is our underwear needs to match the pants. So that when he gets out here on this beautiful floor that John's redone and tries some move that he is just not qualified for and rips those pants... I don't need to see SpongeBob.
0: No, please. Blow in the
1: dark. Thank you. Know you. I mean? Yeah. Let's make that match so that we can run to you backstage and patch those pants up.
0: And if he has matching underwear, we may not even know who gonna, did who's it. Know. Who's I love know. it.
1: But so back to the original question: the groom <clears> pays for the bride's bouquet, the guys' boutonnieres, the mothers and grandmothers, and the the bride covers the bridesmaids, the flower girls, the ceremony decoration, the reception decoration cake decoration the readers the, the readers uh, uh, well guess- the readers would go on the corsages of boutonnieres okay i'm gonna hang the groom with as much as i can because it lowers the the bride's budget yes ushers ma'am. would go to the groom okay something else that we're we do a lot of a lot of as a matter of fact we have one tonight rehearsal dinners yeah now when you you see us come out here the trucks drop the green team comes rolling out and we start putting up the tall centerpieces and the low centerpieces. Some of those low centerpieces spent the night before at the rehearsal dinner. Okay, this like, is
0: yes, because what a good way to save some money.
1: Well, it helps, yeah. And the situation tonight, for example, the young lady loves purple, the, the wedding's tomorrow, she loves purple. Well, tonight, some of her centerpieces are going to the restaurant for the rehearsal dinner, just white and ivory and greenery, so it's very formal, it's very classy. We pick them up tonight. They come back. They go back in the cooler tonight, tomorrow. Add some one one lavender. Crew. Now we're going to go back and add the purple and the wow. lavender. Wow. So outside of the bride, the bride's mom, and the groom's mom, who's,
0: who's going to know? Yeah.
1: But now we've just... You've got a
0: total different look. It's a totally
1: different look. We've stretched the budget yeah. for the bride. That is so critical. But then most of the time, especially as long as some of these kids have been dating, Yeah. You know, we know they love her. So the groom's mom's like, hey, I'll cover that. So now we've kind of lifted a little bit off of the bride's budget, switched it over to the groom because that is kind of a limited, just the bouquet, the boot, yeah. corsages. And sometimes they have room. That in is their such budget.
0: a good just idea. Just trying to work
1: with every team bride. Yeah. I mean, team everybody.
0: bride. Absolutely. So, Does the maid of honor usually have something different than the bridesmaids have?
1: Not normally. Not normally. Occasionally. Yep. But not normally. We, we figure she's got her hands full anyway because she's up there. She's in the limelight. She's yeah. right there front and center. She's got to worry about adjusting a train. She's got to hold her flower. She's got to hold the, the bride's bride. flower. Yes. She's got the groom's ring. So we always say, hey, tell you what, the first thing you do, you get up here, you stand there, eyes on the bride, watch her coming down and out. When she stops, when she stops in front of the officiant, then you turn and hand the next young lady your bouquet. Yes. And then you go kind of knees together to the side, scoot that train around a little bit. Don't make a big production. Yeah. Just smooth nothing it. Nothing
0: to be nervous about.
1: Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and we, we go so far as to suggest his ring goes on the maid of honor's thumb. Her ring goes on the best man's pinky. We don't want to see boxes coming out yeah. from po- pockets or places. And just to simply claw it, and hand it to the officiant and in the unlikely event a piece of jewelry finds this beautiful brickwork at both venues everybody's eyes are on it but the best man is gonna pick it up yeah so
0: good idea every one of them well when when a bride comes to see you what does she need to bring to her consultation Uh, in other words a picture of the dress anything to do with the cake what, else in, what does she need to bring to you?
1: Whatever she has at that moment. Sometimes, a lot of times, they have nothing. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times they have inspiration pictures. We yeah. just call them inspos. And if you'll just bring us your inspiration, we can take it from there. Case in point, we had a wedding this past spring that the young lady came in, and they uh, had out-of-town planners. The mom was there and the whole bit. And the girl is... Professional dancer, she's in theater. The groom is a professional dancer, he's in theater. And she she's like, she showed us a picture of a Christian Dior ad, a, a tree in the dead of winter with models and brightly colored dresses. And she goes, This is all I have. I go, Got it. She goes, No, you don't. I said, Oh, no, 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 I, I got it. I got it. And so, there were five other people sitting there, but it, just like we are today, the two of us were talking, and I'm telling her, that's all I need. I, I promise you I have it. This is what we're going to do. We're going to build a tree. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And we spent probably three hours in that meeting. But with her out-of-town planners there, that's funny, they were taking notes, and it's just like we we nailed it. And it's just we pro- we told her. This, the vision is this tree, and we're going to build this tree in this warehouse that you're getting married in, and it's going to extend 10 to 12 feet out from where you are. In reality, it extended 32 feet out. Oh, wow. It was over half the crowd. There were hanging flowers and hanging oh, lanterns. Oh, it and, sounds gorgeous. And it was just, it really, it made a big space very intimate. Yeah. But it was all based off that one picture
0: yeah very romantic look but, and feel and, to it
1: and then a girl will come in with uh sometimes they'll have their dress already sometimes they're looking. Margaret, our granddaughter has gone to the effort of making us a book. She's cut out her favorite wedding dresses complete with q r codes by the way uh for people to help us to show brides. Help them make up their mind right. about their dresses. If this is
0: the style of gown you're looking at, this is probably ty- the type of bouquet we, you need. We
1: spent one evening uh, at the Mexican restaurant going over. She was explaining to me that there are different necklines, and sweetheart
0: neck, and mm-hmm,
1: yes, yes, my ten year old granddaughter was explaining to me about that. I'm like, yes, ma'am, yes. Yeah. Anyway, they'll come in. Sometimes they'll have the dress. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you look at them. Sometimes you steer them in that direction. We do have. And, and thank goodness they don't hesitate to share photos of them in their gowns with us, but we make a big deal out of it. It's like we will take a picture of their picture and we'll blow it up. So you don't see their face. And then we'll put two pieces of paper under it and three pieces of paper on top, staple it all together and put like stop gown pick and, and hide it in the bottom of their file just in case the groom were to come in. Yeah. We don't want him. We don't want him, it. But, but they share it with us. and, and, Sometimes people don't think how that style of that gown influences the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree. Totally.
1: And it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's, Even
0: your, your venue, you need to get your venue because that's going to kind of dictate your gown and your florals and all of it. Yeah. yeah, totally. I agree. If a bride doesn't have a big budget, what is something you recommend that would give her a big, big look for the amount of money she has, would you say, rather than doing so many table pieces, maybe we do big buffet pieces or maybe a big hanging piece? What are your thoughts? Is she going to get a bigger look out of something like that?
1: Focal point pieces yeah. is what we call it. And and be it uh, be it a tall and elevated centerpiece for a dinner table yeah, or an elevated food table centerpiece, we want to be above eye level. Yeah. So when they walk in to the barn here or the stables at Cedar, that's where we really need it to Cedar because we have such high ceilings. We can take away from some of the height of the room, mm-hmm. bring it in, make it a little bit more intimate. But we're, we don't need 20 of those. Right. We need five or six of those because the impact when they hit the door, that wow factor. Yeah. We punched them in the face. Right. So if you have, say, five tall ones over here, and you have a couple of food table centerpieces over there, well, now you've got seven elevated pieces. Yeah. That's way plenty.
0: Yeah. You may have twenty-five tables, but you're able to do something.
1: Take five or six of those. Yeah. And then you come back, like I said a minute ago, we repurpose some rehearsal dinner pieces. Yes. We're big. You know this. We're big on repurposing our bridesmaids' bouquets. Yeah. and we float candles and we float hydrangeas yeah. and You so can on.
0: do so much with candles mixed it's, in with it, all but of it's this. It's
1: romantic and it yeah. adds to the evening. Because once we're inside the barn or once we're inside the stables, we don't know what time it is. Yeah. You can't we have windows here, but you can't tell me what time it is. It's yeah. it's an intimate evening if it's two o'clock or ten o'clock at night. Right. But and something that, that we love is we can help stretch the budget, help create the look by using your closet we always I and mean, we know
0: yeah we have a lot clusters. of stuff
1: you've got the lanterns you've got the this that and we're like hey wait a minute yes we need 20 tables i have six bridesmaids so i'm going to repurpose those i'm going to have five rehearsal dinner pieces that's 11. let's get you a couple of tall pieces now let's go to the closet at hartwood and pull out some things so back in the day yeah when I got married, and, and remember when they they used to chisel the invitations on a stone, and, and the <laughs> pelicans Flintstone. would fly. Yes, but but we had to have twenty of the same thing, or somebody's getting in trouble. Yeah. Now, if we have twelve tables, we're still going to get you three looks. Yeah, we want to create. The some girls interest. are
0: very eclectic now; they See, like that. that. Helps
1: spread that. Yeah budget spread that look and now they're getting more yeah
0: well and that's that's what makes you a good vendor is looking out for them of how can i get you the biggest look i can and stay within your budget or even come in under your budget if i can but still give you that big look you're after how many hours ahead do you need to get into a venue
1: well, at Hartwood Hall and Cedar Hall, we know we can get in at 10 a.m. Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> True. <laughs>
1: and they usually leave by 10. So, no, but it depends. Uh, the one I was telling you about where we built the tree, we we moved into that venue on Monday. Yeah. And we moved out on Sunday at 3 o'clock. Wow. Normally, just a couple hours. And, and that's what's great. We don't even have to call y'all. We just text y'all. Yeah. Hey, Saturday... What's it looking like? Are we going to be outside or are we going to be inside? Yeah. Uh, what time are they going to leave? So it, it's super easy. But and that's we just...
0: too where the florist really has to work closely with the coordinator. Yes. Because, you know, she's going to know, well, they've decided to move it inside. And these are things the florist needs to know. When a bride comes, do you have sample arrangements or sample bouquets for her to look at?
1: Not on the initial consultation, the initial visit, but I will tell you, Uh I have almost forty thousand pictures on my phone slash laptop. So you're you're gonna get some good ideas. Yes ma'am and and it's kinda uh, if we know they're coming and they're coming to Hartwood, maybe when they walk into our wedding room, all the monitors on the wall have a picture of the gazebo. Oh, what a good idea. See, I didn't
0: know y'all did that, but what a good idea. I have
1: a bunch of 12-year-olds working for me. They go on (laughs) social media. They find out what color her hair is. I hate to tell you,
0: the 12-year-olds know more about media than
1: uh, anybody. I love it. It's kind of (laughs) nice to see their reaction when they walk into our room because the room that we meet the brides in, we have our props in there, and and we have all sorts of photos and, and canvases, and But when they when they walk in and there's a blonde wearing a wedding dress, standing under a beautiful arrangement that outlines the doors to the gazebo in the garden at Hartwood. All of a sudden she wants that gazebo look. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna be
0: painting a picture for her.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Oh, I love it. Do you have a do most florists have a minimum that a bride needs to spend with them?
1: I know some floors do. Yeah. We, we don't. Uh, we never have. We don't have a minimum. We don't have a maximum. We have lindole brides. Yeah. Every single one of them is different. It's just You're like your right. children. You and are
0: so right. And you know what? I think, and we, this is what we try to do, and I know you do too. If I have a bride that has this little budget, I treat her exactly the same as I do a bride that has this budget. Because uh, it's still her day,
1: no matter what her
0: budget is. But
1: but you are on Team Bride. Yeah, absolutely. And, And when we go to put this team together, and there are vendors that we can recommend that we work with, that I can say, hold on one second, and I can text the photographer and say, hey, are you available this day? Yeah. Hold it for this girl. You're not, hold on one second, let me text this girl. And boom, we can do that while they're just sitting there yeah so you're selling yourself you're selling your vendor relations but you're working for your girl before she's even put down a penny yeah.
0: because you know where she's going to get a good product you've you've seen them you've seen their work you've seen photographers work we see florists djs photographers
1: but you so can match that you personality can look at that personality so yes the cross table from you like you know what she doesn't need this. She can do this, and it's gonna be just fine. Yeah. And so we don't we don't have a minimum. We don't like I said we don't have a maximum. We just have Lindoel Brides, and we never. I don't want to talk about money. I don't want to talk about budget. My my dad was big on that. That's the last thing we talk about. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna meet you. I wanna learn about you. I wanna figure you out. I wanna profile you right in front of your mom and your fiance. And then I can sit here and say, this is this is the look I think we're gonna we can create. Mm-hmm. Let me add it up and see where we are. Now I'm gonna tell you, I have we put things in there in our initial proposals before we even tell them we do. They don't know that we're gonna put flowers by the guest book. How cool is it when they walk in the barn and the guest book is all set up, but there's an arrangement right there. Mm-hmm. It's right in people's faces, and it's just like Wow. That's a detail that really sets the tone. Or we put something on the vanity in the ladies' room. Forget the men. The, the men don't appreciate that, but the ladies appreciate ladies, that. Ladies, we do. We appreciate the that. Do appreciate You're right. That.
0: When we go in the ladies' room, if I see that, I automatically think, like, oh, what oh, a nice
1: touch. Nice little detail. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll build some things in there knowing they might come out. But I, we want to paint the biggest picture for our brides that we can. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, like I tell them, outside of you and me, Colin, nobody knows what we have planned. Yeah. You know they don't know. They're showing up because you invited them. They're going to show up because they love y'all, and because y'all, you're an awesome cook and you have great bartenders. That's why they're showing (laughs) up. Free food, free booze, free music. That's what it is. But but they're showing up because they love you. They don't they don't show. I had a girl. Her parents, they didn't want to have a bar. And said, so, well, Coach, that's one of the girls I used to coach. Coach, nobody's going to come if we don't have a bar. I'm like, what? Did we put on the invitation, we're going to have a bar? Yeah. Did we put on our daughter's invitation, we're going to have three open bars because we're Italian? No. Right. They showed up anyway. Right. They showed up because they love These you. These are your people. And if, and if they're complaining about that, pff, they shouldn't be there anyway.
0: I love that. I love it. Who is harder to deal with? The mother or the bride?
1: (laughs) Ha ha. Loaded question. Yeah. But you know what? I think the answer to that is the same as our brides in that they're all different. Every situation is different. And, And like I said, I used to coach, and I really think coaching kids is some of the best training you can have for helping brides because as you look down your bench on your basketball team, every player is different every player has a strength they have a weakness that we don't want to exploit we want to exploit that strength we want to make sure that we played it to their potential but you got to yell at this kid you got to whisper to this kid you got to slap this one on the back of the head you got to pat that one on the back of the head and you have to be able to adapt to the situation at hand just like in a basketball game weddings are constantly changing constantly changing and you have to be able to roll with well,
0: it. Well, and people's nerves. It's one of the most nerve-wracking days. Yeah, emotions. The biggest
1: umbrella that we live under and that we stress and we text and we tell our brides and their mamas both. Some need it more than others, like you said. Whatever happens on this day is exactly what we have planned. Yeah. So roll Don't, with it. Roll with it. Don't Focus get on rattled. The kiss. Yes. Focus on the kiss. And, sir, when you kiss your wife that day, I need you to count to four mentally. I, I know you went to Alabama or I know whatever. I need you to, you're a CPA. I need you to count to four mentally. I don't want to see digits moving. I need my photographers to get the picture of that kiss. Don't go in there for a little peck on the cheek. Yeah. Get in there. Count to four. <laughs> get something we can hang on the wall. And then take your wife to Yeah,
0: because that's one of the most important photos of the whole well, deal to me. I love that. Yeah. I love it. How far in advance does a bride need to book her florist?
1: Well, for the sake of my ever-growing bald spot, the sooner the better. But I'll tell you that we already have a couple of girls uh, on the books for 25, which is kind of crazy, but I'm thrilled. Sometimes lately they're coming in a month. Six weeks out.
0: Yes. I'm seeing that, too. Very much. It's just a It's It's so unusual. Yes. I think, though, this year more than I've ever seen it, I'm seeing these short engagements. Yes. And it's just so... It's striking to me because normally our brides have always been uh, 12 to 15 months
1: out. Yes. Heartwood and Cedar are a year to year and a half. I can tell people that. If they call and like, hey, we're going to get married. I'm like, are you looking at any venues? Oh, we like hardwood. Okay, here's what I need you to do: hang up with me, call out there and check some dates. Let's don't announce a date until we look at their calendar and work around that. Yeah, because we have a year and a half or two years to go, we can adjust a weekend here or there. Right. But let's get your venue.
0: Yeah, the venue—they've got to get that for certain. Um, what if you have you ever had a mother or a bride that you simply could not please them, no matter what you try?
1: That's a great question. I, uh, growing up, I was always taught that the customer is always right. Yeah. And I maintain that. I was also taught that when until the red light goes out on the phone, when you put the receiver back in the cradle, don't say what you think. Yeah. <laughs> when the light goes out, you can let them have it with both barrels.
0: Right. But maintain... <laughs>
1: Maintain professional decorum. <laughs> I know some people think me saying that is funny because I have a kind of a crazy sense of humor. But I think I think having that sense of humor de escalates situations. Like when we said a minute ago, who's harder, the mother or the bride? Typically it's the moms because yeah. they want everything perfect for their baby. Yeah. We want yeah. everything perfect for their baby too. But it's gotta be perfect within reason. No. Let's don't, let's don't make sure all the sweet and low packets are put in the container, the little holder, the same direction. Right now we're looking for issues. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's just take a deep breath. Come on.
0: Yeah. Take a Absolutely, deep breath. I agree. Totally. Have a sip
1: of this? Let's take some orange juice and mix it with some fermented grape juice. And <laughs> take a big swig. and get
0: this mom <laughs> calmed down. <laughs>
1: yes, ma'am.
0: Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love that. If it's a venue that you've never been to, do you go out and do a site inspection?
1: Uh, we go out and do site inspections if we've been there a thousand times. Yeah, cuz things could have changed. Well, it's it's not a site inspection. It's a let me walk you through the day visit. Yeah. Because because when our daughter-in-law and our son son-in-law, I mean, our, our daughter and our son-in-law got married, he was on a very tight time frame, and we took him to show him the church and the reception. And Thane, who you know, my brother in law, our lead designer, Thane and I were walking, our son in law, Jason, through the building, and Jason was like, Uh-huh, 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 got it. He's like, guys, it's it's a big empty room. And I said, All right, just come back in November. We were trying to paint that picture. Well, fast forward to November. He walks in, he goes, I get it. Now he sees it. You know, and it was a building we've been in a thousand, two thousand times, but we like to take the bride and her mom and her crew and not just look at the site, but say, you know, right over the the window, that's where we're going to put a hydration station. That's just tea and water and lemonade. And the mom's like, well, I wonder what we're going to do there. I'm like, well, that's just a little space filler. But let's look at this. This is where your first dance is going to be. This is this. And this is mm-hmm. So they can visualize. Vi- exactly. Visualize this many dinner tables in this room. And then I'll inevitably pull up my phone and show them an actual, you know, yes, mm-hmm. we've been here. We were here last weekend. And this is what it looked like with seven tables over here and five over there. Yeah, give them a visual. And it fits. But I'm also, this is what I love about your venues, I'm a, I'm a large proponent of of getting as many people in a smallest space as possible. I want your day to be a sellout. Yeah. And, and it's not just,
0: to look barren like nobody showed up. I
1: can take your 250 guest list and take it down the streets of St. Somewhere church and fill up the first two or three rows, and it's like poor Denise, nobody showed up. But mm-hmm. I take that 250 and I put them in the garden, like all seasons garden over here, I'm like, oh my God, we're gonna have people sit in the parking line if we don't hurry up. Yeah. Packed. But when the guests are like Whew, I'm glad we came to this one because there's 600 people here.
0: Yeah. You know. It makes it feel big, This bigger. is the
1: biggest thing going on in Tennessee today.
0: Yeah. So they want to be there. They want to be where the yeah, action you wanna, is. You want to be. Yeah. yeah. You want to be yeah. with the in crowd. What is your, what do you think is the prettiest flowers? Is it spring? Is it summer? Is it fall? Is it winter? What What's your favorite to work with?
1: Well, everybody knows my favorite color is green because yep. I wear green shirts every single day. I have green pens, I have green paper clips, and uh, my wife's favorite color is purple, so that's a great combination. Yeah. My favorite color to work with is fall.
0: Fall color. Oh, I can just see that. Fall. Yeah.
1: It's just those coming rich, out here in the fall. Yeah, those rich, deep colors. Just the air. Yeah. The color. There's a. There's a vibrance, not just for the color, but with the whole feel of the season. Yeah. And of course, coming out in Memphis, coming out of summer, anything yeah. is a welcome True. relief. True. But just looking forward to fall and, and seeing the trees behind the garden changing colors. And, and then we get to come into the garden and say they're navy dresses with big, bold fall colors. But, you know, you put your if you put your bride in the middle of those navy dresses, who's going to show up? Yeah, absolutely. And whose day is it? Yeah. You know, and it's just, I don't know, fall is just an exciting... Oh, I I love that.
0: You know, I see a lot... I love the, like, the blush, and it starts at a deeper, and then it goes... It starts at a coral and goes all the way up to just a whisper blush. The only bad thing about that is the last two whisper blush colors are almost where the bride is. Almost
1: where the bride is. We we did one out here last year because you called me, and you said this is the prettiest thing I've ever seen. But we had that coral... Tropicana, orangey, but then we had hot pink. Yeah. And you're like, where did you come up with this? And I'm like, I I don't know. It just fit the girl. But on the white and the ivory and the blush, that's, that's just timeless. Yeah. And most of our brides carry white, ivory, blush, and some greenery. And there's a reason for that. The reason is we want to accent the bride. I don't want the bride... Walking down the aisle
0: overwhelmed with some big
1: And looked like she's delivering she's a very well dressed delivery person yeah. for Lindwall Flowers Events because she's carrying this big ginormous colorful thing, like this centerpiece. We wanna accent her, especially when you look at the gown. You go back to that meeting where we look at the gown and we sneak a picture of it, and it's like we wanna accent this. Mm-hmm. We're setting this show, we're not stealing the show. That's what the bridesmaids are for. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do the color and the crazy stuff on them so that when I when we put her in the middle of that bridal party, who pops out? Yeah. Whose day is it? We're gonna use her friends as decoration. Don't tell your best friend that she's a decoration, but she's a decoration. That's
0: a good way to think about it. But we like the
1: accent and then again it's timeless. And I used to say in fifty years, Denise, you're gonna look at this and you're gonna think, Wow. Now I say, Denise, in five years, you're gonna look at this and think, this is classic. This is timeless. Classic,
0: yes. I love the classic look because Fads come and fads go, but classic timeless elegance. Oh, I love it. It's All beautiful.
1: All red, red bridesmaids dresses of the 90s. Yeah. Every little silkworm in China was pushing out red silk, <laughs> and that's just like, oh, my goodness. You don't want to look at that. You want to look at timeless elegance.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Or out here, well, the term we use heartwood is rustic elegance so you can take that rustic this beautiful barn and you dim the lights you bring up the candles and it's just yeah elegant
0: it is very elegant you're right and you can combine those two of course it's just it's an art to that but you can do it definitely
1: well when you cut out the lights we all get prettier
0: Yeah. (laughs) I agree with that. Well, wedding days, bride and mamas, listen, wedding days are long days for a florist. They have to be at the church to set up. Then they have to leave there and go to the venue to set up. Then back to the church to tear down and back to the venue to tear down that night. It may be midnight or one o'clock before they do that last tear down. Am I right?
1: <laughs> if we're lucky. If you're if lucky. Okay. And now look. When I said earlier, what we like about here is that your staff runs the wedding. Well, we run weddings too. Yeah. So everything you just said, plus where they're facilitating getting ready, wow. and pinning on corsages and boutonnieres, and then running the event, and then. Just because you run the event doesn't make you special. You take off your tux jacket and then you start blowing out candles and, and hauling tearing down in your truck. absolutely. Last, last Saturday, you just described last Saturday to a T, and it's in addition to working with them, like we've said, sometimes two years or more in advance to finally get to the day. The days, the days are getting longer and more exhausting for the bridal party. Yeah, we're built that way. It's kind of a If you look at all our vendor friends...
0: It's in our DNA, It is. And it's like, (laughs) if
1: I see you on Wednesday at Costco, I'm like, who are you? Yeah. You're not wearing black, and you're not in the kitchen. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) But it's just like, we're all built that way. But yeah, our our weekends start early, and they go late. And uh, last Saturday night, for example, we only had a few weddings. But we're we're scheduled to death. And I know Rebecca was out here doing the wedding... And then another crew. She left here and went to another wedding. And another crew came back that night to pick this one up. But we always have somebody on the takeout crew that was here on the setting crew, just to make sure we kind of got. An getting idea. the right stuff. We're, we're getting everything. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, but we're scheduled to death, and we all ended up at the shop, and it was twelve twenty last Saturday night. Wow. That's like. We're out early. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> what's going on? But we had a couple. Of, we had a couple of two o'clock weddings. They We'd get off at eight. Now, anyway, it worked out. And usually, I know you walk across the driveway, but Lane and I
0: have an hour
1: drive. No, you'll find us at, at the Waffle House. Okay. Uh, yes, because your guests have enjoyed your fabulous cooking. And we go to the Waffle House yes. because that's open. We have to decompress. You know, it's kind of like the bridal party's here all day long. And by the time they go to leave, they're like, "Whoo, they're yeah. done. Well, by the time we go to leave and unload it all and put it all over where we're supposed to go, we're like, we're still wired.
0: Yeah. You can't go straight so home we and go, go to bed. So we go
1: home and, well, we go to the lawful house and decompress. And what a funny, like, how say, funny. Yeah, I drink coffee two to three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and then I go home and go to bed.
0: We may, meet, we may bring our staff and meet you there one day. Yes, ma'am. I love bring it. it. Bring it, bring it. Thank you, Michael, for yes, joining man. me today. Oh, I appreciate to it more than I can tell you. He's Michael Doyle. He's with Lynn Doyle Flowers. Tell us how a bride can make contact
1: with you. There's too many ways these these days. It's just you can simply call the shop the old-fashioned way, 901-323-4521. You can call my cell phone, which everybody in the world has, so I don't feel special, 901-301-4639. You can go to our Instagram or Facebook. You can go online to Lindwall Flowers. You've got a website at dot and book your consultation right there. Beautiful. It goes to everybody's calendar, uh, and we know. And then that time is set aside for you and your crew to come in. You can bring—I don't care as many as, many as you yeah, want. It's—it's it's, yes, it's no big deal. Well, here. y'all run we've, it like a well-oiled machine, and you. I it's, appreciate that. We've been around since nineteen thirty-seven. If you date it all back, I'm in my 60th year of working, and this is my 50th year of planning and running weddings. So,
0: you've done this a time or two. I've done it. This is
1: not my first radio. And (laughs) when people say you've seen it all, I'm like, well, actually, I did see it all the other day and you need to cover that up. So yes, yes, we've seen it all.
0: I love it. Mom and bride, remember all this. When you are getting quotes and pricing, tons of hours and labor go into these beautiful flowers. So until next time, I'm Denise, and this is Wedding Talk 411. Happy wedding planning.